Hey church, uh, another video devotion for you today. Uh, I, I want you to know as I continue to put these out, why I'm putting these out. Uh, because, uh, I don't know, I feel like you need to know where my heart's coming from. And this morning, uh, God reminded me <clears throat> in his word in Second Peter chapter 1, uh, why I need to continue to do these kind of things where hopefully he uses my ministry to point you toward the word and uh so in first in second peter chapter one verse 12 peter talks about his ministry and he says therefore i intend always to remind you of these qualities though you know them and are established in the truth that you have i think it right as long as i'm in this body to stir you up by way of reminder since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me, and I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. That's a pretty daunting task to take on, to equip the church to be able at any time to recall what they need from the word in order to be the people that God's called them to be. This is what Peter feels. This is what he's called to do. Notice he says that even though you know these things and you are established in them, I still feel the need under the leadership of, of course, Jesus's leadership on his life. I feel the need to stir you up by way of reminder. Um, I thought that was just such a good word because so many of us know these things. We've studied the word. We've even been established in the word. Uh, we've lived a life in the word. So why do we have to keep being reminded? Why do we keep, why do we need leaders to continually point us back to the word? Because we need to be stirred up. Just because we know these things and just because we've walked in these things does, <coughs> doesn't mean <clears throat> that we're going to continue in these things. We need to be stirred up. And so I just want to, once again, reach out to you today and stir you up. Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 1, uh, he says, You make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue, which means an excellent character. Your virtue with knowledge, which is not just more head knowledge, but more of a, a real spiritual knowledge of God in your walk with him. Your knowledge with self-control, your self-control with steadfastness and steadfastness with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. So here's the things that Peter wants to stir up in us, and this is what I pray God is stirring up in us. The faith that we have in Christ, add to that excellent character, add to that deep knowledge of God, add to that self-control, to that steadfastness, to that godliness, to that brotherly affection, and to that love. So we're growing in more than those areas, but specifically in those areas. Listen to what he says about these qualities in verse 8. For if these qualities are yours and they are increasing, so you notice that they're not just yours, but they're increasing, they keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, but unless these qualities are increasing, it says we are ineffective 
and unfruitful. Um, church, are, are we asleep? Are you asleep? Are you in a rut? Do you see in your spiritual life that there was a time when you were growing in these qualities, uh, whatever, all those areas we just talked about, but now it's just like you're just kind of in a rut. Listen, Paul, Peter is saying that is not okay. We need to be stirred up. We need to be reminded that, that those things need to be increasing. And if not, then we're being ineffective and we're unfruitful. He says in verse 9, whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. Therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent. Hear that word? Be diligent. Be disciplined. Be devoted. Be uh, insist on. Remember what, what Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy? Immerse yourself in these things. Flee temptation. Pursue these things. Be intentional about this. Be diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these things, you will never fall. So he says, remember that what Jesus cleansed you from was sin. And what he's brought you into is a new life where you're supposed to be increasing in these qualities that he just talked about. And if you're not increasing in those qualities, he says, you need to question your calling and election. We're those that God has called. We are those that God has chosen. That's what it says all throughout scripture. But here's what he says. These markers will be in the life. If you are really called by God and you've really been chosen by God and the, God, the gospel will have a certain effect in your life. This is what it says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. He says, we know that God chose you because our word came to you in power in the Holy Spirit. He changed your life and you went from worshiping idols to worshiping God and it changed your life. You became imitators of us. So if our calling and election are legit, then we will see a new life growing in us. So what Peter is telling them is make your calling and election sure. This is a guaranteed process for all who are called and all who are chosen, but it's not guaranteed. I mean, it is, it's guaranteed, but it's not automatic. I said that wrong. It's guaranteed, but it's not automatic. It requires a response on our part where we respond to the Holy Spirit's work in our life. So how are you today specifically in specific areas of your life, growing in faith, growing in virtue, excellent character, growing in the knowledge of God, seeking to know him more, growing in uh, self-control, in discipline, growing in steadfastness. Uh, remember, that's not just staying in one place. That's moving forward steadily. How are you growing in godliness? How are you growing in brotherly affection? How are you growing in love? This is what it looks like to be called and to be chosen by God, is to have your past life cleansed and brought into a new life. This is what I want you to see in verse 11. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In what way? In, in this way, that, that way that he's talking about in verse 11 is this growing in these qualities, growing in all those things we just listed. So that life is the path that leads into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, I want you to be clear here. Uh, Peter's not talking about earning our salvation. He's not talking about getting to Jesus by works. But what he is talking about is the eternal kingdom of Jesus is, is well, what is the kingdom of Jesus? The kingdom of Jesus is where Jesus reigns over our lives. We've been rescued out of 
sin, cleansed of that sin is what he just said. And we have been brought under the reign of Jesus. If Jesus is reigning over our life, then what will we see? We'll see this growing in faith and virtue and, and knowledge and all those things that we just listed just a second ago. So if we're not growing in those things, how can we say that we are entering into the kingdom? How can we say that Jesus is ruling over our life? We can't. So this is what he's saying. This is what's being provided. Notice it's in the past tense. In this life that God works in you and that you surrender to and that you respond to, it is richly provided. You don't provide it for yourself. It is richly provided by God. He provides you with entrance into that kingdom as you surrender to his lordship over your life, as he saves you out of sin and into a new life. So get stirred up. Get stirred up. If you're not growing in self-control, do something about it. Seek the Lord about it. If you're not growing in steadfastness or growing in godliness or going in brotherly affection or growing in love, if you're not growing in these areas, you need to be stirred up because this is what being called by Jesus looks like. This is what being called by God looks like. This is what walking in his kingdom looks like. Um, so my ministry to you is to stir you up, get crunk, get stirred up. I love you, church. I hope you're having a good day. I hope to see you soon.